Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Oh, yes, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm feeling the maniacs with me tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. No? <laughs> I'm not feeling it at all tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm feeling it, man. I, I'm excited right now. I'm, I'm so I'm pumped. And Eric, uh, yo, the ex, <laughs> dude, the Intel Extreme Masters World Championship is in two days. The Intel Extreme. Yeah, the the. All right, so so um, Intel puts on a huge dog and pony show, um, to broadcast esports every single year. Right. And it's incredible, and you can watch it live on Twitch. And so they do the World Championships for League of Legends, StarCraft II. Uh, I'm not sure if they do more than that, but, like, it's just amazing. They're, they have they fill up this huge uh, arena full of people. They have, like, the best in the world competing, and they get these kick-ass uh, live broadcast teams who are also players to uh to do the commentating to to bring you mm. in so if you're like me and you're like all right i don't really play these games but i like watching them yeah uh, it's great to get uh some commentary did i ever tell you that i think i have a couple friends that work for league of legends really yeah i'm pretty sure two of my after hours buddies uh go around the world doing these broadcasts awesome wow i had yeah. no idea <laughs> Maybe I should get them what? on the podcasts Dude, one of these days. You're holding it this whole time. You're like, oh, I don't know anybody really famous or anything. But, like, you knew some of the dudes? I'm pretty sure two of them, because uh, I'm Facebook friends, and we talk every once in a while. I'm pretty sure they're always showing pictures being in, like, Korea and shit, being, like, League of Legends, and oh, they're God. showing, like, like these massive control room pictures. <laughs> maybe maybe we should talk maybe. to them. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a huge deal. Um, yeah, dude. Well, I, I, all right, maybe you haven't seen League of Legends, but it's incredible. It's this awesome. It's like it's like team game. I believe it's like it's six on six. I haven't actually watched uh, much since the last World Championship, where I was introduced to all these different teams, and my favorite teams from last year aren't competing this year. I, I just can't believe it. The guys that won. Why? They have too I, much homework this year? I, maybe. <laughs> maybe they all just, like, grew out of it. Um, no, for whatever. I mean, so uh, the brackets go like this. They they have uh, tournaments all over the world. And then right. the, the winners from all the qualifiers go to the world championships. So I'm assuming that my favorite team just didn't make it, which is just insane because last year – uh, the best team in the world, the KT Bullets from Korea, just smoked everybody so hard that you think they were just in like a league of their own, you mm. know. But they're not here this year. I think there's two Korean so, teams. Uh, there's a few from all over the world. America has uh, Cloud Nine representing, which is awesome. They they definitely did well. I don't see Fnatic either, which is uh, that's uh, Andrew's team from mm. from Finland, I, I believe, from Finland. But, yeah, those two teams, I was really looking forward to seeing them again this year, and they're not even in there, dude. And I'm looking at the lineup. I mean, there's, like, you know, Team Solo Mid and uh, Flash Wolves, Gambit uh, Gaming, guys that, like, I recognize. Mm. But uh, I don't know if it's just because I'm not really into it as much, but I'm kind of like, where are they? Where is everybody? Um, So are we going to talk about Supergirl? Oh, God, Supergirl. Supergirl! Supergirl, you're here to save the world. Like that oh, incredibly f- repetitive song. What? Sorry, the stupid Twitch thing is making noise, even though I had it on mute. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You get to Just... hear... Uh, do you hear both of us? Well, I saw you, and then some Cox commercial came on. Ah, good old Cox. Mm. That's our TV down here, not not like dicks. Oh. <laughs> commercial, <laughs> commercial for Cox. What? Hey, Cox lovers, we got white Cox, black Cox. Hey, we got bad Yellow Cox. Cox. Yeah, uh, we got crooked Cox. Hey, <laughs> I can see that as a legitimate business thing on the on the internet. I can see your wife's butt in the background. She was oh. bent. She was bent over the sink. That <laughs> happens. Actually, she uh, she just made some cookies. Ah, uh, damn you! Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's right. They're probably like mulch cookies. <laughs> what? No. Come on. <laughs> No, if anything, they'd be granola. Um, no. No, so Supergirl, she's here to save the world in her 
mini skirt and stripper boots. Well, but I mean, you can't call them stripper boots. She's always had boots like that. I mean, kind of. Has like she I always. I I almost feel like you need to take that back because that's a pretty modest costume for a, a female hero. I mean, sure, but at the same time, it's like there's there's no boob window. There's yeah, no okay. there's no cleavage enhancer of all, and it's not like the the skirt is super short or anything. I, they kept her pretty modest. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying like, all right, in the canon of Supergirl costumes. All right, that one says to me, 1980s Supergirl TV. Special. Well, I mean, they took like the classic Supergirl costume, mm-hmm. and but no bare midriff. Okay. So I'm just saying, you should have been happy with this costume. They even made her wear tights. I was interested in it, but uh, at the same time, I'm I'm just in love with the the newest iteration. I thought yeah. like all the like the the most recent costume change is pretty awesome. So when I look at this, I'm like, oh, that's that just screams old world to me. Well, yeah, it's the classic costume, but then they upgraded the texture to be like the costume from Man of Steel, which was kind of weird. Yeah, it's like they kind of didn't learn their lesson. Or they made that choice back when Man of Steel was, like, great. Or maybe everybody who's associated that with that is still thinking, like, oh, Man of Steel was amazing, and all these I kids just- wanted to see it. I think they're just trying to keep it like connected somehow to like the movies. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh well, his he had fucking Teflon underwear or something, so she's got to have it too. So everyone will be like, yeah, it's just like the movie kind of yeah. thing. So, uh, you know, like I don't hate the costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first I was like, eh, whatever. But I mean, you know, at least it wasn't uh, you know, unlike well, you said stripper boots, but at least it wasn't you know, super whore. Oh. <laughs> She's a girl, man. Super girl. She doesn't need to get super woman. She's super girl. Yep. She's kind of like it's... a super teenager, though. She's never like a super girl. She's like a super young woman. But it's on CBS. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how it's going to be. It's just going to be like Law and Order, Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's like uh, Marvel, or excuse me, DC is doing great with their uh, with the superhero TV shows. So I have high hopes. High hopes. That they'll actually get this one right. I mean, they did fl- the Flash's powers uh, pretty well, so maybe you know they take a note from the Flash and be like, "All right, house, here's how we do super speed, okay?" Mm-hmm. And now they have to do super strength and flying good on a TV show, which I don't think we've seen much of. Every time your wife bends over in the camera, I want to make fart noises. It happens. That's what <laughs> happens when you're pregnant, actually. Um, no, everyone uh, bends over. No, it's not nothing to do with pregnant. I'm saying every time she bends over, I just want to make a fart noise. Well, no, I'm saying re- real talk. It, oh. is, it happens when you're pregnant. When you're pregnant. Oh, uh, I didn't say that. Guessing it. <laughs> I just want I just keep hearing in the background on the Twitch feed. <laughs> I told her, I was like, uh, you know, we were recording tonight. She's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to be making cookies. Now, we, we borrowed a cake topper from another mom who lives down the street for, uh, oh, for her shit. son's birthday. Yep. So yeah. she's like, I will pay you in cookies. And the other mom said, yes. So, so, there you have it. So, um, we got to talk about the new Avengers trailer. I actually have abstained from watching it. I'm like, I saw I saw the one teaser, you know, with uh, picking up Thor's hammer and Ultron and uh, yeah. stuff like the Hulk Buster. I was like, all right, no, I'm I'm not watching any more Avengers trailers. Zero. See, all right, then let me fill you in because that's what I wanted to do. I was like, <laughs> I've seen enough. I'm gonna go see the movie. I don't want to give it anything else away, mm-hmm. but. Then they were like, Avengers trailer, and it's got new shit. And I'm like, well, why not? Let's go check this out. Because I, I really didn't like the uh, the trailer with the um, the Pinocchio song in it. Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. So I was like, maybe if this is a trailer without Pinocchio singing I Have No Strings, then maybe it'll be better. And boy, was it. Yeah. So... The biggest thing, you're going to love this, the biggest thing that they show in the new trailer, there's like a lot of snipping going on, you know, probably to lead us up to Civil War. Mm-hmm. But there's some possible romance between Black Widow, obviously, and the Hulk. See, I thought you were going to say Black Panther. <laughs> like, let's yeah. unite the black names. Yeah, no. Uh, black Widow is uh, smooching Bruce Banner. And then oh, yeah. we saw a moment where the Hulk was kind of ragey, and she put, like, her hand on his hand kind of thing, like, hey, baby. <laughs> but 
all I could think of was like Black Widow and the Hulk. I was like, all you sexy porn animators, just start drawing the Hulk <laughs> naked, just like rage sexing with Black Widow because now it's legit. <laughs> Let's They're do shipping. it. They're shipping it. Yep. Let, well, a shipping is the nice way. I want to. I want to see the dirty way. <laughs> I just want to see. I mean, if anyone could survive a pounding from the Hulk, it'd probably be Black Widow, right? Like, don't they train? Don't they? <laughs> Don't they train you in Shield to like survive Hulk cock? No way, dude. No way. I don't. I don't care if she's had the Super Soldier Serum. It's not going to work. <laughs> only, I would say only the Abomination could survive uh, the Hulk's dick. And that would no. be, I mean, I could just see the Abomination with like a terrible wig. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk's like, get ready for a gamma bomb. Oh. Boom! She dies six months later, radiation poisoning. Six months later, more like six seconds later. Wait, is that how the Black Widow becomes the She-Hulk? What? No, she's not the She-Hulk. No, she gets banged by the Hulk. <laughs> gets some of that gamma bomb. Boom. She-Hulk. Well, spoiler, spoiler alert. That's uh, that's that's that was one of the plot points for uh, Old Man Logan. That comic book series. Everybody's mm. like Gaga over. It's yeah. like it's in the future and there's Hulks everywhere. But all the Hulks are stupid and they're like uh, like inbred, like uh -huh. rednecks. And then it's revealed towards the end. Hulk Hulk shows up and he's like, of he's like the he's like, of course I had sex with my first cousin, the She Hulk. That was the only way I could have kids. She was <laughs> the only one who could take my seed. So I'm just saying, Hulk and Widow. Ba wow. Well, I mean, it, there was there was kind of like a little sexual tension for like uh, in the first Avengers a little bit, a little bit. No way. She was just scared of him. I mean, but it was also like sexy scared. I don't know. All I know is that in Captain America 3, man, she's going to be walking funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go ahead without me. But speaking of Captain America 3, yes. so obviously we know Iron Man's in it. Yeah. Then we heard that Spider-Man will probably get a cameo. But now people are saying, like, no, he's in it full, full bore. Sweet. Mm -hmm. And uh, Hawkeye just signed on too. Yeah, dude, throw him in there. Why? I mean, what else is he doing? He's not well, gonna. Is, he's not starring in his own movie. Well, this is awesome because now we're not gonna have to wait for Avengers three because it's gonna happen in Captain America three, basically. Wait, wait. Well, which one's coming up first? Avengers, right? Well, no, no. Avengers two is coming out in a couple months. Oh, oh, oh Avengers three. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying we're not gonna have to wait for another Avengers movie because they're all assembled in Captain America, basically. I mean, I'm assuming Black Widow's going to be in it again, except, like, unless the Hulk sidelines her. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know if it's sidelining if you're out of the game for eternity. <laughs> it, you're not coming back. Hulk, give Black Widow three hole punch. Oh, Hulk, man. what does that mean? You find out. Oh, ah! dude. There's, there's a horrible scene in, in, in the most uh, infamous hentai of all time. The name is just escaping me, though. It's like I can think of everything. Uh, it's like uh, Orokosoki <laughs> Dochi. I have it memorized, but I just can't think of the name. I can think of all every horrific thing that happens in this anime. It's It came out in, like, the early 80s. God. I don't really care that much, but... Any, anyway, anyway, there's a scene that basically that happens, where a nurse... Uh, this, uh, I'm so, very sorry for this nurse, but it happens, where a giant monster penis goes, chunk, <laughs> and it basically goes up into her ribs and then rips her in half. Oh, my God. And it's... Oh, it's so graphic. Uh, the oh god just anyway anyways the name will come to me in the middle of the night i'll wake up going oh it's this <laughs> this is not the episode that we're going to use to get subscribers or what? advertisers yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like everybody listening is probably thinking like duh it's that uh, okay anyway. um so uh i just i just rented two movies okay uh and um oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. before you go on so yeah sorry my prediction here's my prediction yeah. okay so Everybody knows uh, the end of Civil War, right? Yeah. yeah Captain so, America gets murdered. That's right. I think they're going to have Hawkeye do it. Hawkeye's going to be the sniper who's going to kill Captain America. You heard it here first. Mm. It's going to happen. Wow, that'd they're, be something. They're going to figure out a way to do it. But, like, you got to think of, like, all right, so if you're in a drama, you only have, as like, a certain amount of characters. You can't just have, like, somebody random just come in and, like, do a run-in and kill the main character. It doesn't work that way. You need to choose from, like, your pool of people. And now that Hawkeye signed on, I'm like, well, 
they needed a sniper to kill off Captain America, so I guess he's going to be on Iron Man's side, because <laughs> his face is always exposed anyway. He doesn't really wear a mask. Yeah. He's going to kill him. Wow, Bam! That'd, that'd be something. Yeah. He was already the evil guy brainwashed, albeit, in Avengers 1, so why not? Jeez. Hmm, that'd be cool. All right, all right, continue. All right, so I just rented two movies, hmm. and uh, both were big in 2014. I rented... Uh, Hunger Games, part one, whatever. Oh, yeah. How was that? Because uh, my my wife was really in, into going to see that, but then we have a kid, so we just didn't go see it. But did everybody, you just, what? Did you just drink water? Yes. Oh, okay. So the stream is not that far back on my, my computer. Oh, good. No, it's like 10 seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to drink it again right now. Make okay. your timer out. Ah. <laughs> Anyway, everybody was saying that it had Harry Potter syndrome and that it was like the Deathly Hollows Part 1 where nothing really happens. I'm, just, I'm waiting for you to take the drink of water. <laughs> oh, there it is. There, there it is. is. So it's more than 10 seconds. All right. So, well, here's the thing. Yeah. Harry Potter, the, the last book, they split into two movies, Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. Part 1 is like the worst shit I've ever seen. Right. And I went into the theater thinking, oh, they can't show that much because, you know... Part two, obviously, he's got the good stuff. Part one was of Harry Potter was so bad. And I was like, I will never see a part one movie again. That's based on a book. Right. You can have a movie part one, but if it's based on a book, then you know where it has to go. And you know they can't do what they need to do in the first book. Mm-hmm. So, didn't see Hunger Games part one in the theater. Rented it for a dollar yesterday. Um, the acting, fantastic. Okay. The, set, the settings are awesome. Like, whether they're out in the woods, in the bunker, invading the Capitol, like, the shit and the costumes and stuff looks great. The movie sucks balls. Aw. Because nothing happens. Because it's fucking part one. Yeah. So nothing cool happens. Katniss is in action for 17 seconds. Aw. This is the woman who in the first two Hunger Games is, like, running for her life half the movie. She has 17 seconds of action. She fires one arrow. Damn. She spends the whole movie just looking around bewildered. Like, what? Why is everyone so mean? What's happening? I just can't believe this. Ah. She has, imagine my face doing that with a long wig on. So it's like <laughs> nothing fucking happens in this movie because it's part one. They can't show. Now, people are going to argue with me tomorrow, of course. Oh, we talking about they did this, they did this. Yeah, but nothing of consequence, dude. Like, that. This wasn't a complete movie because it mm-hmm. wasn't a complete story. Right. It was just shit happens for two hours. It barely advances the plot at all because in the beginning of the movie, they're like, you know what? We're really going to have to do something about President Snow. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at the end of the movie, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to do something about President <laughs> Snow. Like, you know, like at the end, people are more like, in the beginning of the movie, they're like, yay. And at the end of the movie, they're like, yay. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. This movie sucked for that reason. Like I said, acting, good. Settings, costumes, all that shit. I mean, like, it's great. It, like, that shit is good, and the acting is on point. They just don't got nothing to do. Sure. You know, it's 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 a cash-in that just, uh, you know, it's like it's supposed to be a film, right? So give us yeah. a story. Yeah, and, you know, people are going to say, well, what about this movie that it was a part of a trilogy, blah, blah, blah. No, this was based on a book. We know what had to happen. Mm-hmm. You know you couldn't give it to us in this movie. So, fuck you. Because oh. nothing of consequence really happened. Oh. So The only good thing is when PETA choked out Katniss at the end. And, like, she really looked like she's been choked. Like, her eyes were, like, fucking bulging out of her face. You're like, whoa, man. He gonna kill her. Damn. But he didn't. Oh, well. So, too bad. I saw when he did a heel turn. But, uh. But we, we don't wait, but my wife is uh she can probably hear us, so I'm not gonna discuss oh. it out loud. Oh, she, okay. she hasn't read or watched the, the the third book or the third movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no spoilers in this house. Oh good. Well when she does watch the movie, I'll be curious what she actually thinks since oh. she hasn't read the book. Oh, probably the same thing. So she has no idea. So I would like to if she actually for her perspective is like, No, lots of stuff happened. What are you talking about? But because I know what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. None of it happened. No. But on the flip side, I rented Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah. Dude, how was that? Was it actually good? That was awesome. Okay, good. That was awesome. I mean, it was really, really good. I liked it. And 
that's a movie that like when the trailer came out, like mm-hmm. they didn't show shit. Right. But you still knew it was gonna be good. It just showed the kid interacting with the big fat white uh blimpy robot. And you're like, oh, that looks kinda like it'd be cool. This movie was cool. Um and the animation and the colors and just the choices they went with is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. I uh, liked it. Um, they end up forming, there's like a, a team of people, not just one. Obviously, it's Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they were cool. They had some pretty cool things they could do. I don't, I'm trying not to spoil too much. The only, and I had, I, there's one Disney trope, of course, though. So the movie starts, and it's like this kid and his older brother, and of course, they're orphans. Because mm-hmm. oh, both their parents are dead. Typical Disney movie. And I was like, well, Disney, at least you got it out of the way before the movie started. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't enough. Killed the older brother, too. Dang. Fuck you, Disney. It's the only, like I said, I love the movie, but it's like, you know, Disney, mm-hmm. family is death. You can only be good and achieve your best if all your family is dead, so they're no longer holding you back. Hmm. You know, they, they give you the proper dramatic motivation to continue on. It's just so tired, though. I mean, at yeah. least when, like, in the beginning, they, he specifically in the first five minutes, he's like, well, we're orphans. You, you know, no, he goes, the younger kid goes to the older kid. He's like, come on, man. You know our parents died when I was three. And yeah. I was like, all right, throwaway sentence, lame, but that's all I needed to know. We got it. You guys are the pluggy orphans. I mean, I kind of feel like us having two good parents helped us in life, mm-hmm. but clearly... We would have been much better off <laughs> if we had been orphans. Well, I mean, you know, we would have been Batman. We would have wanted it more. Batman and Bat Brother, I guess. So, but they accomplished that already. But then they kill. I mean, and like, yes, it's a spoiler. But when I when I clicked on the synopsis for Big Hero Six, it says after the loss of his brother. That's how the synopsis started. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. It doesn't quite say that in the trailer, but everybody knows that about this yeah. movie. So. And like I said, I clicked on the synopsis. It was like after the loss of his brother. That's at the when I was rent, renting the movie from Redbox. Oh, I was like, all right, well, I kind of figured, but but it wasn't necessary to kill the brother. You could have sent him away mm-hmm. for groceries. <laughs> you could you could have had something put him in peril or just gotten him out of the picture. You didn't have to kill him, but you did because that's the only way you'll ever achieve your true potential. Chad, I feel like I am holding you back. As your older brother, hmm. if I die, you'll become at least 50% more awesome. Hmm. Like, I'm probably the reason why you haven't achieved even more success than you have already. Wow. So, um, but then, like, but then how you die determ- kind of determines, like, you know, what I'm going to do afterwards. Like, you know, if you get hit by a bus, I'm going to be like, death to all buses, and I'll become, like, bus man, and mm. I'll go, you know, campaign against buses. That's true. But if you get killed off by, like, you know, some kind of evil robot villain thing, then, you know, maybe I'll dedicate my life to taking him down. No, no, no. This is what's going to happen, okay? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're in the puppet industry. Yes. If I die, to honor my memory, you're going <laughs> to uh, create a puppet in my likeness. Uh-huh. And then you're going to create it with my attitude. Oh. Which, of course, is going to make it the most popular puppet of all time. <laughs> And then you're gonna have like you're gonna have like Broadway shows, TV, movies, mm. commercials, all doing a dickhead puppet named Eric. Mm. And I'm gonna live on through that, and you're gonna become like mega famous. And then Disney's gonna want to do your movie. I love that, and we'll call oh. it we'll, we'll call it a dickhead puppet named Eric. Yeah, see, it's perfect. <laughs> like that right there has got my attention. If someone was like, yeah, this is a show, it's about puppets, I'm like, eh, pass. Like, it's called A Dickhead Puppet Named Eric. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> Let me click on that. That sounds mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Like that puppet Slipknot parody. That was fucking awesome. That was pretty good. I, I felt like it, it was kind of like, uh, could have been four minutes shorter. But, but yeah, the, for, but I mean, for the first minute, I was like, all right, this is cool. Then after a while, I was like, oh, no, they're serious. <laughs> no, I just loved watching the puppets, the sock puppets all thrashing. Like anytime yeah. they had a group shot, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. They even managed to find the drummer. Uh, his his drum set like did three sixties up in the air and stuff like some uh, drummers doing concerts. Yeah, that was so awesome. No, that was, Any, that was fun. But I'm getting off topic. Yeah, so really, I need to die in order for you to become mega famous. Wow, how about that? Yeah. Hmm. So if I die in the next hmm. year, everyone's got this podcast to go back to. Send this to the police. <laughs> no. Chad has murdered me. What? No, no, no. See, it doesn't work if I murder you. See, if I murder you, then it's like. Oh, then, then it works in reverse. You can't be the hero if you're like if you murder your brother. Then you're just scar. That's true. You'll just hint at it on this podcast and hope one of your listeners does it. Yeah. See. I see what's happening. You know, you got you got listeners all over the world that want to be more than just a jump intern. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Just saying. So, well, um, <laughs> it's just just a matter of time before Victor shows up at your house and is like, I want to wear your face like a mask. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> I, would, I would never say that. Plus, I'll just give him your address. Oh. So, um, no, but anyways, getting off topic, Big Hero 6 was pretty cool. Good. I liked it. It was funny. I loved the characters. I like what they did. Like they all had their unique abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a end credit scene, even mm-hmm. though it's a DVD, sometimes end credit scenes just happen in the theater. Yeah. There is an end credit scene, and it's pretty cool. So does it set up a sequel? Well, it doesn't have to go that way. I guess it could if they wanted to. But it was a pretty cool sequel because there's this moment in the movie where you see something and you're like, oh, shit, is that who? Maybe that's just an Easter egg. And then it actually like comes hmm. full circle during the end credit scene. That's cool. So, but yeah, Big Hero 6, I was definitely a fan. I would definitely, uh, I mean, everyone, obviously, I'm the, one of the last people to ever see it because everyone was like, oh, see it and stuff. Yeah. If I had only seen it two weeks ago, it, it might have changed some of my voting for our <laughs> fake Oscars, but... But that's that's the way the mop flops. Wow, I never heard that before. Oh yeah. Is that like is that like janitor speak? It is. That's just the way the mop flops, Timmy. Sometimes you become a janitor. I think mm-hmm. we wrote it when we did uh, our high school comedy play. Uh huh. At at Tu Brute, where it's a comedy about killing Caesar. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we wrote that <laughs> into the play. That's the way the mop flops. Just, or, just... or 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 it was written into the play. I, I just remember you in a toga say, we're going to kill Caesar. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then I asked, and my friend who was, who was Caesar, Sam Marthea, I accidentally stabbed him with my sword uh, during the play. Because <laughs> they gave us wooden swords, which were badass. <laughs> wow. And then so at the end, we're all pretending to stab him, and I accidentally stabbed him right in the kneecap. Oh, and he was like, And he goes, he goes, oh, shit. There's like blood going on his leg. Goes, oh, <laughs> fucking drew blood i really killed caesar that's awesome so did it yeah. send everybody into like like a bloodlust like a blood rage <laughs> where you're like oh let's actually kill him yeah yes, yeah lord of, lord of the flies i was gonna fucking <laughs> stab simon awesome um that was a great play by the way it's too bad the video that i have of it is all zoomed all the way out from me at the back of the theater well it's like that's just the thing man Quality like, videography, I guess. Like you can kind of see us and kind of hear us, but you miss everything. Yeah, but I, I, when you zoom out all the way like that, it's like, all right, this is for the director or the scenic director or somebody besides the parents <laughs> and the kids. Yeah, it was a bummer. It was too bad. That was that was a fun play. Although at one point, me and uh, Billy were out in the audience doing shit, mm-hmm. and then then the lights went out and we had to run back on stage but we had oh, to go no. through the back entrance oh yeah and so I'm running and of course someone fucking moved uh, some of the risers <laughs> to the side right where I have to run up in the pitch black and so anyone that was in the theater like even on the tape you can faintly hear you hear this boom ah shit I'm like limping for the rest of the play so it was almost like karma that oh, I stabbed man. my friend in the knee, and then I cranked my knee into a metal riser. Oh, man. And, like the, and when the lights came on, I was supposed to be lying in this dramatic pose, and this hot chick is feeding me grapes. Uh-huh. And I really should have enjoyed it a lot more. But my one leg was, like, fucking broken. <laughs> oh, As she's man. feeding me grapes, I'm like, I'm, like, eating grapes through, like, gritted teeth. I'm like, oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> what is my line? Oh, no. Ugh. My line is pain. Yeah, pain. <laughs> Well, actually, uh, if you if you Google um, this American Life has this great episode about uh, fiascos, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. You just, I mean, like what you just just described. Imagine that times one hundred. It's basically like a community theater bites off way more than it can chew trying to put on the best uh, Peter Pan ever. Oh, like, wait, I've Peter seen Pan. Tosh, I think they were on Tosh point oh. Oh, probably. Well, uh, there's like flying incidents, and like they hit, and like the the walls come down and shit. It's not. It's not a video. Oh. But it's but but it's similar to that, like what you just described. Like oh. they get flying machines, uh, but without flying machine technicians. So mm. just like but like every single step that they take just goes the wrong way. Like 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 you could see them like uh, with the way they describe it is they have flying machines, but they seem to just like jerk the actors around awkwardly and mm. then as they're like flying spinning around 
hitting different parts of the scenery you the guys just describing them just like you can see the actors kind of fearing for their lives as they mm. spit around on stage and just you you just gotta listen to it because it's just like everything that can go wrong goes wrong and then every choice that the director made to try to be like cutting edge just yeah. explodes right in their face and it's just one of the most hilarious uh descriptions of a show going wrong i've ever heard in my life and it's really funny all right stop talking for a second because on our twitch tv stream we do have uh someone chatting us up here oh we have a commenter named random who mm. random hu and they said anyone know if this is chad williams from pbc productions oh God. this is chad williams from <laughs> pbc Productions. Uh. The, the person you're watching on the video stream is chad williams from pbc productions mm. yes my brothers that's right I starred and directed in in a Parappa uh, made to made for DVD rap musical. Prove amongst, it amongst other things. Put on some put on some Captain S gear right now to prove you're from PBC Productions. Hell no, dude. We shot that in 2007, and I have a four year rule, and that's if you don't use it in four years, it goes out the door. Uh, so, and actually, we we found we we had I thought we just had one DVD left. We actually had three. So I gave my one one copy to Brett, who lost his. He started uh-huh. it. I couldn't believe that. Uh, another one to Superfan, Shadow Dancer, if you're out there, what's up? And then just the last one, just like to have around. Uh, Brett's talking about putting the Captainist episodes back up on YouTube. Because YouTube kind of changed its uh, formula for like its codec. So anything uploaded before 2009 looks like total ass right now. Yeah. Uh, so if he re-exports and then re-uploads those episodes they should look better but anybody who has a dvd has like the definitive copy now like the best looking copy that's cool yeah i think that was that's that's actually pretty cool in this digital age to own like the best copy of something so going back we were talking about uh theater gone wrong yeah that really is the best kind of theater wouldn't you say (laughs) like if you're gonna go see theater you're either gonna see like the best possible theater ever Mm -hmm. or anything else should be shitty theater like me and you one of our early Jumpman podcast episodes, we went and saw Spider-Man on Broadway when it was still in testing mode. Well, it never ended test. I mean, it got out of previews, sort of, but it was still yeah. like... But we watched like this shitty Spider-Woman villain get caught in a rope and they had to stop. That's right. It was like, it, it was it was the, the final battle and she just yeah. leaped up and she has all these huge spider legs and one of them got yeah. caught in the net... And yeah. she, they had to stop right in the like climax of the whole production. Yep, they're like hold, and everyone's like yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what everybody paid to see. Like yeah. everyone came to see somebody die. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you got your money's worth. Yeah, kind of. I was kind of hoping that Spider Dude would have taken a plunge. Yeah. But- so many whiny songs in the second act. Well, the second act. Well, they they redid the second act, which is great yeah. because it didn't make any sense. But I just want to see. I want to see more theater gone wrong. Like the ultimate thing for me is the time bandit scene when all the little people sing "Me and My Shadow" and just start <laughs> beating the shit out of each other. We're gonna have to post it on our Facebook page now. When you post this episode in two days, mm-hmm. just a scene when I want everyone sings "Me and My Shadow," beats the shit out of each other, and Napoleon Bonaparte is laughing, thinking it's the greatest thing he's ever seen. Oh yeah, like that. That's the kind of theater I like. Theater that goes wrong is so much funnier. You know, like, I, uh, I, I, because I'm a theater person, I cringe now. But like, if it's like intentionally going wrong, you know what I no, mean? No, I love count. it. I love it. No, intentionally going wrong is stupid. When you're trying and it just goes wrong, that's awesome. Oh, dude. You know, it's, it's like so it's like hard. in Saturday Night Live. In Saturday Night Live, when they break and they all laugh. Uh-huh. That's when they break. That's <laughs> funny. Everyone likes that. So, like, if you fuck up in theater and it's funny, mm-hmm. that's like, if you break in theater, that's so much better. Like, come on, you're on stage in silly costumes. It's silly. So, if you fuck up, who cares? Sometimes, no, sometimes, sometimes. But like, but it's hard because, like, all right, so, so, all right. Even if in like the funniest moment where the guy breaks and we all have a good time, kind of chuckling together and like, ah, oh, he broke character. But like, he can't just like do it again. You know? No, no, like, no. But it's only what? Once. No, no, no. In that case, yes. But if they just suck, mm-hmm. if the play sucks, like, come on. Is it too much to have a rule that one person on set has to be wasted? Hmm. Just one. 
One person's going to be wasted. You know, in the beginning, when they're like, we have an understudy today, the role of the Phantom will be played by so-and-so. They just, there needs to be an announcement. They're like, the, <laughs> the, the role of someone will be drunk today. Like, yes, that's my guy. That's who I want. Or just, I mean, I, I was kidding about Spider-Man. I don't want anyone to die. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I want people to suck. It's going to be so good. Oh, man. No, see, the thing is, like, I've seen enough sucky theater in my life. Like, I've seen enough. It's terrible. It's awful. When you see something that you don't like, you're like, okay, I paid money to be here. I'm locked in for the next, I don't know, like, hour, two hours. God, I hope there's an intermission so I can leave. But, like, it's like mental torture because, like, you hate what you're seeing. (laughs) You're bombarded with, like, visual and, and audio information that yeah. you don't like, so your your mind needs to go to another <laughs> place in order to survive. <laughs> oh, Chad, you're just cheating it up for me here. What? So let's talk about mental torture being stuck. I went and saw one of your plays back in high school. <laughs> Which one? No, no, the comedy show. The comedy show? Uh, oh, well, it was comedic. I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, was, was, was it rehearsal for murder? Yes. Yeah. And the funniest, <laughs> the funniest part was Dan Martinowitz. Oh yeah, <laughs> just being terrible. But because he was terrible, he was fucking awesome. And I think he brought back his character for a comedy show later, right? He did. He did because everybody knew he was like a hit. Martinowitz sucked so hard that he was hilarious, and he rescued us from that shit show. <laughs> yeah, Dan- you were good. You were good in it. You were oh, good. In it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank uh, you, you were thank, good. Th- I mean, thank you. Thank you. You were good. You made out with like <laughs> you made out with a good-looking girl, and uh, but I mean, it, just, it went for a long time. It was a long, <laughs> really long time. Dude, it was a long play, and I was the main. I was the star. Yeah. B- but all that really meant was that I had like the dictionary to memorize because yeah. I'm just online on the stage just monologuing the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just telling you the best part was when Dan Martinowitz just kinda got on there and just kinda it was shitty and it was like, Yes. It's so oh, good. Man. Don't don't get me wrong. I love an actor who doesn't realize that they're awful. Oh, those those are sometimes the best part of a play. Or like so uh you know what? I take it back. Uh I hate seeing that in live theater, but on video, it's amazing. Like, that's, I love B-movie cheese, you know, when I can, like, laugh about it, uh, you know, in the comfort of my own living room. But it's so hard watching somebody on stage and thinking about it in my head, like, oh, my God, somebody thought this guy was good, or what happened? Well, you, know? you can't, but the thing is, like, if they, if a lot of them suck, then it's cool. Yeah, if you have a really high-class production and one person sucks, you feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. But let's say, like I said, it's not a high-class production, and just some people to start start sucking, and then other people just kind of like, you know, it's like a food fight when you don't want a food fight, but you get some mashed potatoes on your arm, you're like, ah, fuck it. And, you know, and you whip a, and you whip a juice box. You know, it's like, come on. I, I, I think, like, theater going bad makes for, like, great stories later. But it's so hard to suffer through. Like, I've seen so many plays where it was like, all right, these are my brothers, and I love you guys, and you're trying so hard to do a good job, but everything is just not a great choice. All I know is that, like, as our kids grow up and go to school and be in plays and stuff, the best parts of their plays are going to be when somebody sucks ass. Okay. Whether it's plays, concerts, whatever, that's the only thing that and the flask I have now <laughs> that oh, I got man. from the Cartoon Network cruise. <laughs> the flask I own and being shitty is the only thing that get me through all those school productions. Yeah, that's the thing is like, all right, if you're suffering, sometimes like an unexpected bit of humor is great. Whether that comes from somebody being like absolutely terrible, all right, you know that's one thing. But like you know, like a, like a bad choice is just like a bad choice. <laughs> all right, what about barfing though? <laughs> Barfing is like the best possible moment from a shitty play okay. or concert. Like when a kid barfs, it's fascinating. I love it. I hope every future play or concert I go to, some kid, not mine, pukes all over people. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> a- extra money if it's like a chorus thing. I just remember like when I was in fourth grade band, I got up on the top riser with the trumpet players and I accidentally swung my trumpet and hit a metal um, – music stand and knocked down and like split the skull open of the clarinet <laughs> clarinet player in front of me oh my god <laughs> there's at least one person in the crowd was like <laughs> possibly our dad <laughs> definitely <laughs> but i was kind of like yeah man Woo, that was the highlight you're welcome now get ready for some fucking hot cross buns motherfuckers <laughs> and we couldn't even memorize <laughs> hot cross buns is the recorder 
concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything sounds like hot cross buns. <laughs> when you're an elementary school band, everything sounds like hot cross buns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hot cross buttons, baby. I'm just telling you, that was the highlight. It was me was me decapitating uh, someone with the music stand. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I hope everything I go to, someone pukes. <laughs> that would be awesome. And they got to uh, puke on people that don't want to get puke on them. <laughs> like, if you puke on the kid in front of you, he's like, ah, shitty. I this is my. I got this sweater for Christmas from my aunt, anyways, and she's a bitch. You're like, no, I was to get puked on. I'm like, no, <laughs> like right on them, right on them. Oh man. Be, or, or if everyone like jumps off the risers, like, ah! oh man, I want it. I want to videotape it. I want to <laughs> send it to America's Funniest Home Videos because you know they'll still be on air. That's $10,000. Right. $10,000. Yeah. Are they still doing $10,000? I feel like, uh, oh, like they've gone down. down. Probably, yeah, maybe it's like $1,000 in like a Burger King uh, coupon. <laughs> Yeah, it's about to say like here's here's two dollars off an ice cream. Yeah, it's like here's only a, on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, here's here's uh, a thousand hits on YouTube. Yeah, there's some internet dollars for you. No, oh, there, there's actually this great video of this kid who's playing the cymbals. I'm pretty sure it's playing the cymbals in band where they're doing the the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, like you know, uh-huh. the, the American National Anthem, and then one of the cymbals breaks, which happens because the straps are made out of leather. Happened yep. to me. It's like, what do you do? You're screwed. Um, yeah, when you're a marching band and the cymbals uh, snap, and this happened many times, you hold out the other cymbal uh, flat horizontal, uh, and you're basically becoming like a living uh, drum set for one of the snare drums, so you can just smash it with a stick. Uh, so one of his cymbals breaks, the crash cymbals, and uh, instead of, he just doesn't know what to do, because it's early on, so he puts the other cymbal down, and then salutes the flag... <laughs> Yeah, the rest of the video, like, yes. (laughs) Well, I told you what happened to me in high school band, right, with the gong. Oh, wait, wait. Well, it nailed you in the face, right? No, no, so I had to pull. No, that's a different story. That's when I had to play the anvil. I'm doing air quotes. We'll do that another time. But real quick, uh, senior year, I'm playing. uh, Our our coach, our soccer coach recruited me and my buddy to play drums. It didn't work well. Mm -hmm. I had to play the gong. And I had this big mallet, and you, you're not supposed to just hit it. You're supposed to kind of like pepper it to get it warmed up and then hit it. Right. But there's like three times in the thing where he's, he's directing and he points at me, and I gong it. And the song ends with everyone cuts, and then it goes to me, and I go, bong, to end it. Mm. Halfway through the song, I fucking, I got to hit it three times. I hit it the first time, head of the mallet comes off. <laughs> oh, that mallet is a screw-on mallet. Holy shit. So then I'm like, all right. So I'm trying to screw it back on. Comes to the second hit. I hit it again. The mallet falls off again, and the strap from the gong breaks and falls on my foot. Oh, damn. So I'm like, ah! <laughs> We're talking like Wookiee anal screaming. <laughs> ah! So I'm like, I managed to like, I managed to tie the gong back up with like a clove hitch. The only thing I learned from Boy Scouts. Yep. And the mallet's fucked. And we're getting towards the end of the song. And he's going to fucking end everyone on a crescendo, then point to me, and nothing's going to happen. The mm. guy's going to kill me. He's a really nice guy, but he's going to kill me. No, he's, he has a real, like, brutal streak. So I'm like, shit, what do I do? What do I do? He fucking points to me, and I just clenched my fist and go, <laughs> bam! I fucking hut open the gong. It, like, broke my hand on the gong. Oh, my Near God. This, every crescendo cuts off, cuts to me, and it's, it's like, bong. Ah! <laughs> But I fucking did it, baby. Oh, man. Bloody knuckles. Yeah, make his knuckles bleed. I hope you're happy, coach. I did it. Wow. That's, man, I played that gong. I've yeah. had that happen to me. No, like, like, like the, the anvil that hit you in the face, the, it like, the history repeated itself, man. It got me too. Like, that, I broke the hammer on the, because, like, we don't have an anvil. We just have, like, a pipe. Yeah. So you have to play the pipe. And uh, sometimes he's like, and he keeps in like, hit it harder, hit it harder. So you just keep playing harder. Um, before before we head out, I want to tell you, Eric. Yeah. So I read one of the greatest comics of the last five years. Like this made me want to want to read more. And sadly, it was only a, a, a small run. I read Greg Rucka's The Punisher. Cool. So The Punisher, I think like, so... This run of the Punisher, everyone kind of compares to uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Yeah, you know, like Hawkeye living. Uh, my life is a living weapon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So this made the Punisher cool again. I just, I just couldn't believe it. And uh, while I was reading it, I was like comparing it to every other iteration of the Punisher, and I was like, every other Punisher is fucking lame. 
in comparison. He made the Punisher cool. So wow. they rebooted the Punisher so he's not just like some random guy whose family uh, got murdered. Okay. Uh, he's actually a dedica- uh, decorated Marine. So he was a Marine. He went and fought in you know Afghanistan, uh, Iraq, uh, places like that. And then when he got back, then his family gets murdered. So he has like all this amazing military expertise uh, to kind of like back him up to transform him into the Punisher. Oh, wasn't the original Punisher a cop? Uh, I'm not sure, but I guess I that would make sense. Thought he was a cop, or he was in Vietnam or something, but I'm not sure. I mean, maybe <clears throat> I I just couldn't remember it. Gotcha. Uh, so this Punisher is awesome. Uh, one mm. of the one of the first things they did is say like, okay, all right, the Punisher actually operates. Get this in New York City. So right. So uh, who else is in New York City? Everybody. So anybody who operates in New York City, any superhero, any supervillain, they get to tangle or at least uh, know about the Punisher. Cool. So in this run, without spoiling too much, like one of the first, uh, I think it's like an issue number four of like the sixteen issue run, uh, he goes up against the Vulture. Nice. And it's not just like he's like, oh, the vulture is draining people of their energy, and I, the Punisher, will have to save them. No, like, uh, he's hunting down members of this uh, illegal crime group called The Exchange, and they call in the vulture and, like, pay him a bunch of money to go kill the Punisher. Wow. Um, And um, so, but throughout it, throughout the entire thing, uh, the Punisher doesn't monologue at all. Mm. It's like, it's his comic, but he barely has, like, four sentences in the entire thing. He nice. Just, yeah, it's like people uh, talk about him. Uh, you know, the Punisher is kind of like this force of nature, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where people talk about, like, the, like what happens in the aftermath. Uh, like, they're talking about him, like, the, the, the exchange. You know, these other villains are like, shit, what are we going to do? Why did you kill so many people? Did you think the Punisher wasn't going to notice? You know, no, he's honest. Now you're in trouble. Uh, lots of people get murdered, you know, there's blood guts in the whole thing. The NYPD is heavily involved. Like, there's, uh, there's one detective who's constantly tracking down the other, pun- the Punisher. Uh, another detective is constantly feeding the Punisher information. Uh, it's great. It's got this wealth of characters. And, um, and they introduce a character right off the bat. I think it's like an issue number one is, uh, they introduce the female Punisher. Oh. Yeah. So uh, in the first issue, there's there's a wedding on a cruise ship, and everybody gets murdered, nice. every single person, and they even shoot the bride, uh, and the bride survives. Uh, it was like the bride, Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah, basically, but like the bride was also a marine. She survived. Wow. Everybody else is dead, and she comes out of it just like the Punisher, being really screwed up in the head, saying like, "I want revenge." And okay. so uh, she doesn't, she doesn't like, you know, like become like, you know, like I'm the lady Punisher right away. No, uh-huh. instead she's just like, all right, I'm going to amass a bunch of guns and track people down and start just murdering everybody I can find, leaving one person alive so I can get enough information out of them to go and kill more people. I'm the discipliner. <laughs> so eventually her and the Punisher cross ways and uh, without, it, without even saying more than a sentence... That's the whole thing is like, you know, the Punisher could be like all this monologue about like, I didn't know if I could trust her, but I needed somebody to patch my wounds. The bullets are really fucked up my eye. Uh, mm. Maybe she, you know, anything like that. They, they look at each other. I think they exchange like three words and then boom, done, done deal. And now they're working together. It's great. She's a great character. It's too bad that uh, look, Marvel pulled the plug kind of early on this series. Like, uh, apparently, uh, Greg Rucka was supposed to be on The Punisher for a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, the plug got pulled after 16 issues, so there's kind of just one arc. But right. there's some great superhero team-ups. The way they talk about uh, things, like the villains talk about, like, like how, like, all right, so the old villains of the past, they're like, all right, dudes, if you, got, if you want to dress up in supervillain costumes, get your ass kicked by the Avengers, you can do that. Meanwhile, we're going to be over here in regular business clothing doing business. Right. And not <clears throat> attracting attention. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's great. It's so realistic. So everything about it was amazing. I mean, the Punisher, like, usually comes out of every single comic without any injuries. Yeah. You know, this one, he gets messed up. 
Like, you know, it's it's not like he loses an arm or anything, but, like, every single gun battle that he's in, there's always some kind of damage. Mm-hmm. Where he's, like, screwed up afterwards, and they're like, hey, you need to go to a hospital. Like, every time. So, I thought it was great. And if you haven't read it, you need to find it right now. Actually, it's on... All three uh, volumes are on Amazon uh, right now. Mm. So, it's awesome. Just Google Greg Rucka, R-U-C-K-A, Punisher. It's awesome. And, uh... I don't think it gets enough love. Everybody talks about, like, yo, when they redid Hawkeye, oh, man, that made Hawkeye cool. Well, this this made the Punisher cool. I couldn't believe it because the Punisher is, like, this joke character. Even in Civil War, when they brought in the Punisher to the main team, he was still, they were kind of like, can we trust this lunatic? Yeah. You know, in this one, you're like, wow, the Punisher is actually cool, and nobody can bring him down, and he's, you know, he's just cool. Hmm. All right, well, before I go... I think you managed to kill me because hmm? I just drank expired root beer. How did how did I kill you? Because I said you were going to kill me so you could become Big Hero Six. <laughs> well, what the fuck? I can't believe I just drank expired root beer. Like soda doesn't expire for years. Wait, wait, wait. So how uh, how badly was it expired? February 9th, twenty fifteen. Well, that's not. That's like a suggestion. But, but that's a month ago. Who like, cares? Go, go buy some soda. It says expires. Never. Mm-hmm. It fucking says never on the bottles most times. It'll, it'll say like 2018. Mm-hmm. I just drank expired soda. Was How is that possible? Was it good? It's good so far, but now my experience is tainted. <laughs> no, it's just your fi- No, so it's just a suggestion. Uh, it's just like a cover. Uh, like it's a way yeah. for a, you know, a company to cover their ass in case they get sued. I get that, but I'm saying every time I've ever drank a soda, it doesn't expire for like years and years. It's so weird that I drank one that is expired. Like this ain't the zombie apocalypse. I don't need to be drinking expired soda. Well, where'd you get it? From Kim's gas station. Dun dun dun. Kim. <laughs> Fuck you, Kim. Oh my God, Kim. <laughs> Kim, you're you're scrimping, man. Damn you, Kim. How long was that root beer on the shelf, Kim? Well, you fell for it, man. Well, don't eat any hot dogs from Kim's because that will literally kill you. Yeah. I saw. Right, man. I, I saw how I, hot dogs are. Wait, I saw how hot dogs are actually made. Yeah. Don't well, don't Google how hot dogs are made. Just don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I have to go enjoy my last few minutes on Earth before I die. So. All right, dudes. Enjoy becoming Big Hero Six. Wait, 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 wait. So, thank you for everybody. Thank you, everybody. And uh, wait, is there anybody in the Twitch uh, chat box right now? No, they left. Oh. <laughs> they they found out it was you and they're like fuck this. Oh man. So thank you thank you everybody for uh, for watching. Thank you for watching us live even though we had once again technical difficulties, but I think we finally figured it out in terms of how to podcast uh on Twitch. Uh we're live every single week over at jumpmanpodcast.com. We're also on retrowaretv.com and elder-geek.com. You can subscribe to us through iTunes and uh check us out on Facebook. Uh like us get your friends to be like you know like hey check this out how, how about a podcast while you're at the gym and or going to school or you know like working in a warehouse in scotland i don't know boning your girlfriend you want romantic music in the background exactly listen, listen to, to our voice listen to his giggling about fiascos yeah and uh and uh don't believe the hype paprika is not actually a good film okay it was it was visually cool for a trailer but it wasn't very good Inception, it was much better. I have to go die now. All right, goodbye. See you. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye. Jump man, engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.